This podcast is a production of Phoenix Media. Explore more episodes of this show and other great shows on the Phoenix Media Podcast Network by visiting phoenixmedia.us. The views expressed do not necessarily represent those of the company or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners. Welcome to the Doggish Podcast, the podcast dedicated to dog parents, the topics, events, and personalities impacting their lives. My name is Jason Arias, founder of Forever USA and the dog photography experience for you and the dog who stole your heart. And with me as always is Sylvia Wess, owner, founder of Dog Up in This Bo- Dog Up in This Bitch Dog Training. How are you today? <laughs> dog up in this botched. Yeah. Um. This botched bitch dog training. <laughs> Oh, so hey, coming, kind of apropos come, though. Listen, yeah, yeah. cut me some I'm, slack today. Like I, it's it's been it's, a big day. It's been We're a morning. Get you need to it. find about it. It's crazy morning that I it's, I get to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we we both we like stole a bunch of our guests' time to talk about Jason's drama-filled morning. But I'm excited. I'm excited for who's coming on. You want to tell them who's coming on? Is I don't know what what's going on. We seem to have uh, guests with the most difficult last names for me to pr- pronounce like like you I, could do it like i think gina nepp was the only one that was like easy but you've you've had i, I can't even remember do the you want name. me to do it do you can you nail billy's last name no <laughs> <laughs> all right i think it's billy we gotta start asking them that yeah billy Simeonidis. He's Greek. It's Greek, so it's got to be Edis at the end. Right. Billy's awesome. Like Billy and Billy and I've been been actually really good friends for owner and operator of of Bear Burger. Yes. In New York City, Brooklyn. Two of them. Who? Brooklyn and and Bear Burger is like actually huge. Like there's, I think they're at like fifty, sixty. I make a play for them to come to LA. Yeah, it's the whole thing. Let's get into it. We ready? Let's do that. Let's do this. Let's go. Billy, this is Sylvia. Sylvia, Billy. Uh, I met Billy on the same road tour that I met you on, Sylvia. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. Opposite coast. Opposite ends. Yeah, uh, yeah. And equally lovely people. Like you guys are just the highlights of 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 our trip on on the road. Gosh, now look at us. Here we all are. I know, right? So, so, so Christy and I are laying in bed and we're sleeping and we hear, um, the dogs playing outside this morning and every once in a while they'll go in the backyard and they'll run around because there's like, we've got squirrels and stuff in our backyard and, and I've heard them out there, but they've been out there like a long time this morning. So, um, I get up and I start getting ready this morning and I look out back and I shit you not, there's a, there's a new dog in my backyard. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Just a random dog. Congratulations. Congratulations. Yeah. The dog stork visited. Yeah. yeah. Like, is this well, your we, first time? Yeah, yeah, well, we have to, <laughs> we, we actually, the, the tooth fairy did come last night. So okay. I thought the tooth fairy only dropped off a couple dollars. Apparently dogs now just like a boop. dog now. 
That's wonderful. Yeah. She what seems, kind of dog? What is they, must, they, must, like they must just be mix. so busy. Like, I'm. all the mythical people are just so busy. They're like, the dog stork was like, I have five drop-offs. You're already right. going to this house for teeth. Can you take this dog with you? <laughs> right. That must be it. No, so, like, so I'm completely flustered. I mean, this is happening literally minutes. Like I, I walk in and I'm talking to Christy and I say, we've got to like, cause it's, it's cold here in Reno. Yeah. And, right. and I went out there to kind of check and see how things are going. The dogs are getting along great, which is fortunate because yeah. like, I have no idea how this dog got in our backyard. Wow. I mean, outside of the dog, just deciding it was going to jump in to come play with our dogs, maybe more likely I'm going to have to check our, our cameras. They, um, somebody was like, well, these are dog people and they have something to do with rescues from time to time. So we'll just, we'll just toss this stray that we found in there and, and they can deal with it. Like, I don't, I have no idea how else. So, but I went out just to check and, um, I mean, she's, she's real thin. She was anxious okay. for some water. Um, she came up to you. She's super sweet. She, so she gave some of the kind of like the, the, Hey, are you okay? barks as she walked over just to make sure but um yeah that's so that's that's my morning this morning so i get to tackle that here shortly and and wrestle through um figuring out how to handle that i mean listen what do you guys what do you guys suggest as far as i'm concerned i i suggest i mean uh, I mean, I'd be the wrong person because I'm ready to go find another two, three dogs if I can. Uh, but uh, <laughs> oh, so well, we're going to bring her out to you, Billy. You're going to, I guess so. <laughs> another road tour. I mean, you, yeah, another road tour. I, I mean, listen, if nobody claims her anywhere, I guess it doesn't look like anybody probably will. You either have a new dog, or obviously, you know, you'll find somebody, a family who wants it. You know, adopting it, which is great. Well, I think here's the cool thing. Because we literally, Billy, you don't, you will hear this later on, but we did a really great interview with uh, Gina Nepp, and she talked to us about uh, dog IDs. So mm -hmm. we now know all these resources to go that people may be looking for a lost dog. Mm -hmm. So I think, you know, you'll be on Pet FBI today. Oh yeah, You'll I'll be do on, all of that. So, like, I'll make sure to share everyone. Scan, scan the would, microchip, maybe. I would love. Yeah. And I think, okay, so, so here's, here's some of the things that I'm, I'm afraid of and, and, and some of the things that I'm hopeful for, like, like ultimately I'm hoping that I can hop on something like find Rover or pet FBI or next door, like we have here. And there is a loving family that cannot wait to see her come home. Like that's, that would be Optimal. best of course, case scenario. Of course. Yeah. Right? Um, I think the part that I get a little worried about is a couple, two different things. What if it's not a loving family? Like there's nothing more excruciating than having to send a dog home with a family that sucks. Right. Yeah. Like they're like, Oh yeah. She got off her chain in the yard. We'll take her back. And I'm like, Oh, mm. right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I Meanwhile, right. they let her off the chain. They didn't really, you know, right. Like, so, <sighs> so yeah, so that's, that's the tough part. Um, and then, I mean, the, the other alternative is that, you know, I connect with a, a shelter or a rescue and hope that they find her a home. Um, yeah. But that can kind of be uncomfortable from time to time to knowing, knowing what she I mean, are you, 
I guess, Jason, are you ready for another dog, I guess? Would be a question. I, don't, I don't know that we're a three-dog family, but those three dogs in the backyard were playing like crazy. Like, they were having the best, the best time this morning. Time, right? <laughs> Listen, I, I come from the personal belief that the dogs in your home should always outnumber the humans in your home. Yeah. So I you're technically like a couple dogs short at this point right. between like you, Christy, and the two kiddos. So I'm yeah. saying like at least even out your numbers. I mean, at least have more dogs than you have kids. Like minimum of six dogs, at least at this point. At this six. point. Well, that would, Thank that you, would Billy. be illegal, at least here <laughs> in the Washoe County. Is it really? We, yeah, I think Is we it? cap at five. Oh, I mean, I don't even know what my cap is here in New York, but I, you know, I don't care, I guess, because to all of our listeners, you should absolutely right. care what your county restrictions are so. on dog ownership. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't hoard animals. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> you're right. You're right. You're right. Sorry, Sylvia. <laughs> I just have to throw that little disclaimer in there no, so no, make sure no one goes crazy. Like dog said me. that I shouldn't care. Just have 37 dogs. We're good. We're good. I was listening to Dogish podcast the other day and they were like, F the county regulations. Right. So I decided I just was going to adopt a litter. Dogs should oh, outnumber okay. people. Yes, outnumber people. Uh, I did clarify that with it is my personal belief. Right, so, right. Right. you did. It, it's right. not the belief of the Dogish podcast or any of their associates or Phoenix Media. <laughs> there you go. You're, <laughs> oh, you went so hard on that. <laughs> yeah, I'll point there. Gotta get your disclaimers. <laughs> yeah, right. You're right. Oh, okay, boy. so uh, well, we're, we're at our first break, and I hate to interrupt it because I love this conversation, but we're going to okay. come back and we'll try and get a little bit more on topic on on uh, who Billy is and, and what he does and, and how he interacts and how he's he's going to accomplish that mission of having 37 dogs in his Oh, absolutely. It's I don't know. I, f- I feel like we're the most on topic we've ever been. Just, <laughs> I love it. It is my personal opinion. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. And uh, so we're sitting here with Billy and Sylvia. And we just heard about my adventurous morning um, of having a dog just randomly waking up in my backyard. Um, But more importantly, Billy's here with us today to kind of talk about uh, what he does and how he connects with um, a rescue and shelters in New York City. And like I mentioned earlier, Billy, I met you uh, when we were on the Rescued Heroes Road Tour. Yeah. And we had... Uh, one of those uniquely special connections where like we sit down for an hour or two at your restaurant and like, I, I, like I, that was, it's one of the places that I miss the most. Like, like Christy and I were both emotional leaving. Like we felt like we were, we were leaving that friend that we hadn't seen in, in years. It was really, really cool. Felt the same on this end too. Yeah, it was great meeting you guys that time. And again, when you guys left, it felt like, you know, like a family member was going back home and it's like, oh, all right. You know, they can stay a couple more days. <laughs> you know, right. it was great. It really was wonderful meeting everybody. It really was, you know. So, so, so. tell me, uh, tell, tell us a little bit about um, uh, like your restaurant and it's, and it's yeah, so, the, um position in the world. Yeah. So uh, I have two locations in Brooklyn. Uh, the restaurant's called Bear Burger. And it's an all organic, all natural, sustainable uh, burger joint, basically. You know, uh, we have different varieties of uh, proteins and, you know, it makes it, it the biggest thing is that people are able to eat and know exactly what they're putting in their body, basically. You know, uh, 
it's a franchise, a small little franchise. My younger brother and his best friend started it off in 2009. And we, like I said, we took over the Brooklyn locations and uh, it's been great ever since. I mean, I have no complaints. Guests are really happy with everything. They come in and they're super excited about ordering food that they know where it's coming from, basically, you know. Um, and yeah, I mean, that's really the gist of it. Like I tell everybody when, you know, we're not a health store, but we're a great burger place. You know, what I thought uh, was cool was there was there was the the uh, and correct me, I'm, I'm not vegan or vegetarian. So sometimes no, no, I, I get things mixed up. But there was a there was a non vegan side and then there was a vegan side of the menu. Yes, right? like, yes, live, so. like it's, it's yeah. a simple menu. Like, with, I mean, tons of great different Top. stuff on there. Yeah. Right. It's not like it was one of those simple menus where there's three things. Type, it, there was, yeah. No. Right. No, there's the yeah. There's there's it's the one side that's your carnivore side and then you yes, flip it yes. over. And it was the vegan side and it was, uh, it was exciting. Like, like Billy coming out and he's just bringing like tons of stuff. He's like, Jay, check this out. And he'd sit it down. He's like, bet you didn't know that was vegan. Right. Like yeah. just nonstop. Like Christy and I and the boys had so much food just sitting on the table for us. And he's like, you want to try some beers? Bring this one out. And then like, what was his name? Like what, what the, the guy's name? Matt. Yeah. 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 So Matt's like bringing out and he's like, what do you think of that one? I was like, this one's good. He's like, you know what? You got to try this other one. And so then like three more beers come out. He's like, just kind of sample these and sip them around. You want to put these, we'll throw those in a bag, take them with you. Like it was, it was one of the best experiences ever. That's not even I appreciate okay. it. So just chiming in Billy, yeah. next time I'm in New York, I, I'll be stopping by. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> you have to. It that's was, amazing. Uh, yeah. That's a, uh, yeah, that's one of the biggest things we changed in the last, uh, I'd say around two, it's three years now, actually, but two years ago, we started with, a, you know, we started catering to our vegan guests, you know, there's, you know, every, there's a lot of them and they wanted something more than just a regular bean burger, you know, yeah. so we went and we went and we, we revamped our entire menu. And like, like Jason was saying, half the menu is vegan. The other half is uh, you know, all animal product and it's, you know, going really well, you know, we've actually tweaked that menu again ever since, especially since uh, the pandemic started, we really needed to minimize on a bunch of stuff. Sure. And, uh, but we, and all the options are still there. You know, all the options are still there for vegans too. Okay. So as somebody who was a practicing vegan for many, many years and like now I, you know, I, I eat for my health. I'll put it to you that way. Mm -hmm. Um, but when I was very, very vegan, which was just up until a little under a year ago, do you have separate kitchens for both of these yes. menus? Uh, not separate kitchens, separate, you know, yeah, separate, not a, entire, separate, separate grills. Yeah. So it's a separate area, completely all for the vegan, gluten-free, because we're big on vegan and gluten-free, especially gluten-free. Uh, we've changed our whole menu to be our fried chicken is gluten-free or, you know, anything. Amazing. Yeah, everything we fry is with gluten-free products. So this way, anybody could come in and order. Again, let's just say it's a you know fried chicken. They don't have to worry about if it's vegan or not, gluten-free or not. It's gluten-free automatically. Amazing. So yeah, yeah, we've 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 really you know tried to accommodate everybody as easily as possible without saying again, okay, where's this? Where's that? Everything is there. And again, our kitchens are definitely yeah they're separated as far as uh, uh, having for no cross contamination basically. And, That's incredible. You know, yeah. Yeah. We really, it's been years. We've had the restaurants on for 10 years and we've been really just, you know, honing in on exactly what needs to get done. Yeah. Was that like a slow shift or that was like a, no, we just, we have to do this. Uh, it was, I mean, I'm going to say it's a slow shift. It took like around, uh, I'd say around a year, year and a half for us to actually say, all right, let's start doing 
you know, more gluten-free products and all that, but we didn't go with one or two products. We just said, all right, let's get rid of, you know, 20 items on our regular menu and add 20 items that are gluten-free and vegan. So it was wow. like, oh, yeah, so all of a sudden there was just a bigger option for, for our guests because most places you go to there, you know, they'll say, all right, this is the one vegan product we have or two vegan products. We wanted to be, yeah. no, here's 20 vegan products. So when you come in with your family, you and your child is, you know, has a allergy to something or whatever it is, everybody can sit down and eat and don't worry about it. And that's, you know, so that's one of the successes of Beer Burger that they've been able to hone in on that. But that's what was amazing. Cool, what was cool is it wasn't, um, so speaking as like a non-vegan, like sometimes you go into certain places and you feel a little like, like, like flipped on the opposite side. Like there's all these like vegan things and there's really not anything good for the non-vegans. Right. right? Yeah. Or, um, nice versa. Or, or the vibe is kind of just different. Right. Like, so it, there's, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, it is. You're right. Right. You're right. And, yeah. And this, to be honest, like if you walked into into Bear Burger, it's more just a traditional going to a your good old burger joint. You know, like yeah. like when you're done hanging out at the lake and and you're right. driving home, and there's that family burger joint. Like you get to stop there, and they got the milkshakes, and it, and it's like all like really really good stuff, right? While still having that high level vegan experience. At the right. same time, like it, it well, was, I, yeah, it was and, phenomenal. No, yeah, well, thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. There's a lot of re- vegan restaurants and that you walk into, and you, you know, it's just from their decor and everything. You're just like, all right, I'm not going to find anything here if you're a meat eater, right? And vice versa too. So we just wanted Bear Burger to be again that spot, like you said, which everyone, you know, families are going to come in and just hang out and eat and not worry about anything, and you know, their whole family can. Eat. I have guests who come in with the list full of allergies of their for their children and we're like okay we got it don't worry about it and like really i was like yeah don't worry about yeah. it <laughs> you know and, 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 they, and they come back telling us you know my we haven't been out in years with our children to go eat because my child's gluten free or this and that and all of a sudden that you know they're actually out as a family eating so you know it brings joy it does it really does it feels good when you hear that you know so yeah love it and families together mm-hmm. i love that yeah. Yeah. yeah and like honestly as someone who has food sensitivities Thank you for <laughs> for being considerate, of you know, um, <laughs> I, and I think it's so interesting, too. And like, of course, like you're in New York and of course, you guys are leading the charge. But, um, you know, I my husband and I well, when the world was normal, do a lot of traveling abroad. And uh, it's so interesting when you do go abroad, like how regular it is to just be like, oh, yeah, can you please make this vegan? And the chefs are like, no problem. Here, oftentimes, as someone with food sensitivities, you're made to feel like an inconvenience. Yes. Or they don't really care. They'll say like, oh, yeah, no worries, but there's still butter in it. And I'm like, I can't eat. I can't eat butter. (laughs) It does does not go well for me today. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, that's incredible what you're doing it's uh yeah, taking it. a stand so it is it is it is and then you know it, it is and what you said is true when you go anywhere anywhere in the world actually as you know when you travel and you just yeah you do tell them this is what i want to have can you do it this way you never hear them argue about it they're like yeah no problem we got it for you yeah. you know they I want they a, want you there 
I was in a tiny pub in Scotland, like mm-hmm. a little in a tiny little village. And right. I literally like sat down and I was like, oh, is there a vegan venue? And they were like, no, but I could just go ask the chef really quick and see what he could prepare yeah. for you. And they came back with like six. He's like, we can make you these kebabs. We can make you this. We can make you, you that. See? We can make you this <laughs> here. I'm like, do you have anything vegan? They're like, oh, uh, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> that's not. That's not no. what I want. <laughs> that's not vegan. That's cheese. Yeah, that's dairy. Yeah, they're like uh, French fries. I'm like, yeah, right. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, what are you gonna do? It, 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 I mean, hopefully, as the as time goes on and things get better all around in general, you know. Well, and I more think, restaurants like you normalize the fact that like there is. should be options. It should just be yeah. normal. Yeah, and it doesn't take much. It just, you know, I don't know. If some restaurants feel they need to have a, you know. a a boatload of, uh, you know, product, uh, you don't just bring in some, try it out. And you know, when you run out, you reorder again. It's very simple. It's not, it's not impossible to do, but I don't know people. I, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't understand why they won't accommodate as much as they should. And it, you know, sometimes it's old mind thinking, old ways of thinking also. So who knows? Okay. So <laughs> you're moving and shaking in the food industry. Yeah. You're like, and then we're going to move and shake into another quick break. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> <laughs> you like know, yes, I did like that. And when we come back, I have a question. Cool. So quick break. You're up, Sylvia. What? Hit us, hit us with the question. Okay, here's my question, Billy, and this is going to like full circle here. So as I was saying, you're moving and shaking on the restaurant industry, making changes, normalizing things that should be normal. Mm-hmm. Talk to us a little bit about now, because this is where I have no idea what you're doing over there. But what are you doing with the rescue community? Like explain to me your connection. I mean, I can obviously see you're a very compassionate human and you're like, you're helping fellow humans. So talk to me about how you're helping dogs. Oh, dogs. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so seven years ago, we, uh, we actually decided to get a, a puppy. Right. Uh, and we, we did, it was, we went to a store and bought it. I didn't know much about rescues and uh, you know, I always say, yeah, I kind of rescued her from the, from the store, from the store anyway, but whatever uh, we got her. Her name Sometimes. is Tara. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. I mean, for the most part, you never know. Uh, her name is Hera. We call it Ida, which is Greek because we're Greek. And of course, you know, we have to have the Greek gods, well, 12 of them somewhere around our head somewhere. Uh, <laughs> you sure. know, we love mythology. You know, mythology is great with us. And uh, we brought her home. Uh, I'll get into it a little bit deeper, too. So my wife wasn't a really big fan of dogs. Uh, didn't really care for one. And uh, seven years later, she's obsessed. Obviously there's no stopping her. I mean, I'm, I'm surprised I don't have 30 dogs in the house. Basically, (laughs) you know, I was joking before, but yeah, she's very, uh, yeah. Obsessed, obsessed with dogs uh, beyond belief. So when we bought, when we bought a Hera home, yeah, it was really cool and great and everything. We had a good time. You know, she was wonderful. A small little dachshund schnauzer, you know, 20 pounds right now. She's cool. Um, and we started saying, all right, we should try to do something with, with animals, something with dogs. Uh, we always came up with different ideas from, you know, rescues and shelters and this and that, but nothing I could really get into because of the restaurant. It was kind of difficult to even think of starting something else. Um, yeah. Two years ago, two years ago. Yeah. Two years ago. Yeah. Two, two and a half years ago, we were driving in from Manhattan, my wife, and my son, 
And my cousin gives me a call and tells me, come into Queens. There's an ice cream shop that opened up and I want you to come in. I said, okay. So we're driving in there. It was like 10 minutes. We get there. And as we step outside, it was around eight o'clock. So it was dark. We see a woman, uh, this young lady sitting on a bench outside the ice cream shop. And there's a small little head of a dog. And I'm looking at her and she has beautiful eyes. And we're like, my wife turns around, she goes, oh my God, she's beautiful. And the woman turns to us and says, yeah, she's actually a rescue. And I'm fostering her. We're like, oh, she's like, she's up for adoption if you want. So again, I'm looking at just a head because she was tucked in this woman's side. We couldn't see anything. All we saw was a big eyes. And my wife's like, I think I want her. And I'm like, all right. I really didn't think much about it because she was a bigger dog too. And um, we said, okay, that's fine. We asked her where she lives. She actually lives three blocks away from my house. So I'm like, oh, all right, easier to take a look at her. We find her and a couple of days later, and we saw, we saw the dog. Her name was Angel at the time. And I thought to myself, rescue. Okay, she's beautiful. She looked gorgeous. Um, she looked, oh, sorry. Yeah, she looked gorgeous. And, but I'm like, all right, she's a rescue. And unfortunately in my head, rescues were dogs that are broken and this and that of course mm -hmm. right because it's, you know at 47 years old that's all you heard that's all i heard for 47 years 45 years you know whatever and it was um i was like okay so we saw her and all of a sudden as we actually physically saw her whole body i noticed that she has no tail so in my head i'm like oh wow she has no tail that's so weird um so my wife sees it she's like i, I want her let's put in our paperwork to adopt her so the rescue center was is rescue is yeah rescue dogs rock NYC. So we got in touch with them. We put in our paperwork. Uh, make a long story short, we fight, we got the adoption. We got her. As we got her, I I kept we saw her two three times prior to that. And again, the no tail thing in my head kept going. Oh, she has no tail. That's so weird. And she had a huge scar on her side of her uh, leg. And I'm like, wow, you know, like you know, I know she's a rescue. And again, I wasn't. I just wasn't used to it. It was you know, it was just. I, I, didn't, I didn't understand it at that time. Um, and she, we got her and of course we're in love. Um, and she's, you know, I don't see that anymore, you know? And when I met Jason actually, and we were talking about what the whole point of a rescue is and what it's done to us, never mind just to the dog itself. I mean, it changed our whole outlook on rescues. And because of that, I decided to start working with Rescue Dogs Rock and what I see. And we've held a couple of adoption drives outside our stores in Brooklyn. We've collected and raised money through cocktails that we were selling at the restaurants and just trying to help them monetarily because, of course, it's the biggest thing they need, all the help they can get uh, as far as money is concerned uh, because they rescue any dog they can possibly get and surgeries and all that, of course, cost money. Um, so because of all that, I've just we've actually even rethought more of what we want to do in the future as far as a rescue uh, and whatever we can do uh, in the last two years in between all that, we've actually gotten in touch with some uh, as a family, actually we've gotten in touch with uh, rescues in Greece actually also. And, you know, just trying to, you know, we have like this one dog outside of our house who the owner doesn't care about him. And we, every time we get there, we've take care of him for, you know, the month, two months that my wife might be there with my son. And then throughout the whole year, we have a friend who actually goes and takes his dog to the vet and takes care of him, you know, and it's just, so we're, we're really just trying to figure out what we want to do. But as far as the rescue centers themselves, the ones here, yeah, we try to do whatever we can. Unfortunately, with the pandemic, we weren't able to do anything in the, almost a year now. Uh, we had scheduled from a, actually April of 2020. And then once March kicked in and everything was shut down, we weren't able to do anything. 
um, yeah, so that was a that was a, a blow to their uh, uh, adoption drives. But on the positive note, this whole year, and I'm sure it's all over, they were able to adopt almost every dog they got because people yeah. were home, which is wonderful. I mean, that's that's amazing that these centers are like empty. They don't have enough. They don't have animals, which is wonderful. Yeah, uh, people it's are like that them. here. It's like that here in Los Angeles too. They're just yeah, which is amazing. Out. It's amazing. You know, it's amazing how. Which is, I mean, yeah, it's amazing because people, have, you know, people who don't have dogs never realize how great it is to have one. And hopefully now they do. <laughs> and they go with one or more, you know. So it's been really good, actually. Yeah. So <clears throat> out of this whole story, you you didn't tell us her name once. And I'm, oh, I'm sorry. Yes. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. So they, so I'm so sorry. Yeah. You see that? I, <laughs> I get into it. I stop. So her name was Angel when they first found her. And we named her Fitting. Hope. Yeah, Fitting. we named yeah we named we named her Hope because and the only we named her Hope because we kept saying that there's hope for all of them. Mm. So yeah, and, I mean we call her Elpida, which is in Greek. That's what Hope means. Uh, but yeah, we, yeah, her name is Hope, and she's beautiful. She's she has my heart. So I so I don't think that can be overstated enough. Yeah, like yeah, <laughs> like, like Billy's like this big Italian guy with his with his with his restaurant. Well, Greek, 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 Greek. No, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, um, Jason, you're fired. No, 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 I know. I'm, I'm, I'm jumping all over the, the too far east for me. I get confused. It's okay. Before. It's okay. <laughs> I, I know Greek. Uh, uh, and the bond and the connection between the two of them. I remember seeing you guys come in to the studio yeah. when we were there in New York, like. Like let's let's get rid of any confusion here. Hope is is not bonded with with Billy's wife, right? Like Hope and Billy are to like like I I think I see more pictures of Hope and Billy on his Instagram page. Oh yeah, than yeah. anybody else. Like in fact, and Hope has her own Instagram page, right? Yeah, yeah. and so. Yeah. I, I always love these stories where, where people go from like, oh, I had this one idea about rescues. And like what they were and there was a scar or whatever like any anything like anything. and that that transition to like whoa like this is even, not, not just a good dog like like oh this rescue turned out to be a good dog yeah we're talking like this dog impacted and changed billy's life absolutely like absolutely she did she did she changed everything i mean she changed my life my wife's life my son's life i mean she's you know she's just a you know, like they say, when they look at you in the eyes, it's like they're looking into your soul. And she does. She just she's other than just being super kind and just like her heart is wonderful. Like you could tell, like she's not she's very um, she's so compassionate with everything and everybody. She's just a good girl. But w when it comes to Hope and I, it's like, yeah, she's you know, I get home and both dogs go bananas. Of course, it's like, you know, I'm home and I could walk around the block once and they it's as if like. 20 hours passed uh, and they go crazy. But Hope will like come up to me, sit next to me, wherever I go. She stands up. The minute I get up, she stands up. The minute I sit down, she sits down next to me. It's just a different. Yeah, she's definitely we've definitely connected in a wonderful way. There's no question. Well, about she's it. your she's your soul dog. She you is. Know? She really is. Yeah, yeah, she really is. I and can relate. I mean, my um, my soul dog, unfortunately, passed last year, but it was the same thing. Like I rescued her and within the 10 years that I had her, this dog changed my life, yeah. you know, just 360. I went from just being like 
no dog things to right, the right. entire world is now revolves around dogs. And now yeah. here you and I both are sitting on a podcast that podcast dedicated to dog parents, their dogs and yeah. the then personalities and interests them. So I just think that it's, um, you know, I, it's so incredible how that there's, there's that one spirit. And I think angel was such like an aptly name. Yeah. You know, name for her because it's just, she really was your angel. And now she's an angel for so many dogs that you yeah. in turn have helped save and fund surgeries for probably yeah. life saving surgeries mm-hmm. just through your efforts. And now yeah. you're looking at saving souls abroad. Like <laughs> what a, what a turnaround. And like, I yeah. don't think you probably would have ever imagined your life going this direction. So I think no, this is a good, good spot to take a break yep. and uh, we'll be right back. So, so we've, we've, it's been quite the, the conversation. We started with um, Crazy Dog, or not, she's super sweet in my backyard, and then the awesome restaurant, and now we just got done talking about Hope and Hera. Um, one of the things that I'm curious about, and, and Sylvia will be, and a lot of people, like, as an entrepreneur, as a, as a business owner, the impact, and, and like, like I remember sitting down and you were telling me you, you you had milkshakes, right? Didn't you do milkshakes? Like you had these special milkshakes for um, to sell people, and the the proceeds went back to like the dogs. That yeah, yeah, we actually had like, yeah. It was a milkshake, and then we also had a um and a, and a cocktail actually that all one hundred percent of the proceeds went to the rescue center. So we got yeah. I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So so what are like some of the things that like impacts like business wise, right? So like, I mean, get down like. When it comes down to business, we have to be making positive decisions for our business or the business goes away, right? Like we can't just be beating hearts all the time. We've made that mistake sometimes and it's, it's backfire. Like you try and be too nice and then it, it doesn't work out. Right. So you have to, it still has to be beneficial across the board. Um, like what have you seen, like working with, with the rescues and with your business, like what are some different things and benefits that you've seen doing that? Well, the benefits, I mean, they've actually been great, actually. I can't say they haven't been. Um, we, uh, sorry, we, ever since we started the whole process, because again, we first started off with a milkshake and a cocktail, so raising monies, all the proceeds were going to go directly to them. Um, and then once we started the adoption drives also, almost simultaneously, we, we noticed that a lot of our guests were coming in and they were just blown away that we were doing something like that. So all of a sudden it became, they started telling their friends, oh, you have to go to the Bear Burger in Brooklyn. They're actually, you know, they have a cocktail or a milkshake that are, the, all the proceeds are going 100% to a rescue center in New York. And then they were coming in, guests were coming in, new guests. And, you know, and it, was, it wasn't it was obviously just the ordering of the milkshake or the cocktail. They were sitting down having their meals and all that. And they were just, they were being introduced to Bear Burger either for the first time or if they were already our guests, they were just ordering. I mean, we have people coming in ordering, you know, eight, nine cocktails at a clip. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> and I, I remember mean... a lot of them, they'd be like, they were like, oh my God, I'm having another one. I'm like, okay, as long as you can walk out of the front door straight, we're good. Um, so it impacted us as a restaurant. It was great for business. Let's put it that way. Um, and with the adoption drives outside, those were like, that was big because we're both our locations are on a corner. So we had two sides of 
full of we had around the uh, one store had around 20 dogs and the other one had uh, two different times we had it it was like 25 dogs and people so it was just chaos on our corners and then you had people you know watching from across the street going what's going on over there and they mm-hmm. would come over and be like oh my god an adoption drive cool do you mind if you go inside and eat first yeah go for it so again bearberg was introduced to people who've never been to it and again people who were were like oh my god they're so you know they like look what they're doing you know and, and that's a big thing a lot of a lot of people i guess respect that and you know came after the fact and we keep bringing up oh do you when are you guys doing another adoption drive or you know this whole year 2020 that's what we kept getting asked but Unfortunately, we couldn't do anything. So hopefully for 2021, we'll be able to do something (laughs) as far as an adoption drive. So here's something that I want to just like point out for our listeners. You're in New York City. You're like, you're literally in Brooklyn. And if anyone's been there, like spaces in New York are not large. Right. And what I'm hearing you say is like it space doesn't matter. Like you can create an event like this because I feel like there's probably a lot of businesses out there that want to do something like this, but just feel like they don't have the space to be involved or they don't have room. And it sounds like you made small changes. You were doing sidewalk pop-ups and you were offering small items on your menu, beverages, right? Which is something that like you usually need a meal to go with your beverage. I mean, you could have a liquid dinner. I don't know. That's your choice, (laughs) you know, but, um, but (laughs) might not walk out the front door with nine of those, (laughs) but, (laughs) but, you know, I just, I think it's so impactful what you're saying. And, and what I'm really getting from this is like, you don't need to have like this huge patio no, backyard no. space to no, do something I mean, small and simple. Yeah, we do. You, I mean, we have outdoor seating, especially in the spring and summer. And all I did is take away my outdoor seating for eight hours, which, okay, I'll, I'll deal with that because I'm bringing in people now to see what's going on. It's not like you're going to have an adoption drive every day either, you know? So it was, you don't need, you don't need big spaces. That's yeah. You don't, you really don't. You just, you, you can do you, any business can help out any type of rescue center or any rescue, anything for that matter, just because you, you can sell an item off your menu or just create something just specifically for them. And, you know, there'll be people who come in and say, yeah, really, I don't want it. Okay, great. That's fine. But the majority of people will, because once they hear proceeds are going to that, and especially if you want to do 100% proceeds, that's even big, uh, you know, people respect that and they're excited about it. And, you know, there are a lot of people out there who love animals and, you know, they appreciate the fact that we're doing something. So any business can actually do it as long as they don't overthink it, maybe. <laughs> I mean, I was very like, yeah, we're doing it. And, and the rest of the was like, what are we doing? I was like, we're doing an adoption drive outside the store. And like, when? I was like, I don't know. You give me the date. It, it, just make that decision. It's, it doesn't take, you know, it's not rocket science. It's simple and just know that, yeah, the one day that you might not have a table or two, that hopefully will bring others the next day and double. And, and it's I, not even just for that, but it's, as a business, yeah, you got to, like, like you said, Jason, you you know, you can't just give everything away for free either, <laughs> right. you know, but the whole point is to bring in people and let them know that you care about, there's another reason to it, you know, and Bear Burger has always been about that. We've, we've donated monies to different charities and different everything, but nobody ever did anything for, for animals, for dogs. And we finally did that and people are totally hyped about it, you know? Yeah. Cause I think just the nature of like restaurants and dogs, like, you know, dogs don't go to restaurants. So I think that probably most people in your industry, your business aren't really thinking of connecting the two. So right. I think that what you're doing is, I'm, I'm 
it's groundbreaking. I mean, it's and it's so simple. It was it's a cocktail. Simple. You know, yeah. Um, yeah. so yeah. simple. It's so simple. I mean, we raised around uh, it was a good two and a half months of, of just just with the cocktail. Uh, we raised eight thousand dollars for them. Incredible. <laughs> because people were like, yes, give me bring. Uh, we had we had guests who didn't Maybe. want a milkshake. And they were like, you know what? Put the milkshake on, but I don't need it. Like, all yeah. right. You know, so they were just donating them. Yeah, it was, it's a big thing. I mean, people, once the minute they started hearing that we're actually doing something like that, they were just much more excited. They were much more happy to be at, in a Bear Burger because it wasn't just about, oh, I'm going to have a burger, you know, let's give this company a profit or something. You know what I mean? It was, it was something else to it. Yeah. Yeah, it I was good. That. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I, I remember, like, I remember sitting there and you were, there was even like, oh, we might maybe someday we'll get the space next to us and we'll turn that into like a little shelter rescue type. Thing. Yeah, it'd be good. But <laughs> that place is it's still rented out, so we can't do anything yet. <laughs> you know, but I'm t- in my head, that's our that's my plan. My wife and I, our plan is to eventually do something with uh, with animals, just, you know, rescuing them. We'll figure it out eventually. But, you know, it just that's in the back of our head. Like that's gonna be my retirement at some point. I mean, be, I feel like you know. everything that's happened for you so far has been very organic. So I would just say, like, keep riding this wave, and I think it's just gonna, you're just gonna walk by, and it's and its big eyes are gonna be gleaming at you, and you're gonna be like, this is how we do it, you know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be good. And so, what are you guys doing? Like, um, you travel a lot back and forth to not Italy. It's a little Greece. place called Greece. Greece inside Italy, right? No, I'm totally yeah, right. <laughs> uh, you're gonna have Can I get, right. Do I need a globe? Am yeah, I gonna have to get yeah. a globe on this thing? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Every, well, every Billy's, Billy's invited us to come visit several times, and if I show Absolutely. up in Italy somewhere, now you'll know why. Like, Jason, you said we said Greece. Where like, you at? Yeah, I'm I am. here. I don't know. I'm here. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm trying to find Greece on the map. I don't know. I flew into I flew into Rome, and I just can't find Greece anywhere. Where? What I'm city? I'm asking everybody. I'm asking everybody. Isn't this Greece? Uh, no. <laughs> so yeah. So uh, that's been that, that's our show, buddy. Like you were Sounds you were great. worried about like filling the time and. And I guess time goes hold, back on, hold on, time oh, out. Hold That's on. not I know, our I know show. Where you're gonna go. Hold up. Yeah, you're That's right. That's not you're right. our show. Hold on. Jeez, oh, <sighs> I, I got to get it brought up. So we, yes, we this do. This is talk. a very yeah, yeah, listen yeah. to me. This is a very important part of every episode, and Jason has has biffed it twice. So what? I'm just ensuring that That's... we get this done. It's very serious business. The yeah, joke. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. We got we got a dog dad joke that we got to talk on because I laughed at the other two. Did you? <laughs> I did. I was laughing. I was like, oh my God. And I was laughing. And then, and then Sue was I like, thought yeah, he's waiting for it. He's like, the joke. Yeah, where's the joke? The joke. Awesome. I'm waiting for it. All right. All right. This is this one. Uh, <clears throat> I try and find ones. I'm going to eventually run out, but I try and find ones that are relevant to, to the show. And we've been talking. All right. You got, all right no more build up. Ready? Why mm-hmm. doesn't anybody want to work for a dog? Why? Because <laughs> they hound their employees. <laughs> Oh my god! I like that one. <laughs> Hashtag dog dad joke. Dog dad. All right. Just want to take a quick second to thank my co-host, our guest today, Billy, and of course, all of our listeners for tuning in. Any products or websites that we talked about today will be linked in the show notes at thedogishpodcast.com. Be sure you're checking us all out on social, and you also better check out Hope's social 
Oh, I have a puppy coming in. And if you're not already subscribed, you should be subscribed. Juniper says, listen to the Doggish podcast. Yes. Uh, you can find us on all major platforms where you get any of your podcasts. And uh, if there is the topic or personality that you want to hear on our show, let us know. We want to have them on for you. We've got amazing guests lined up. We cannot wait. And um, we'll see you next Tuesday. See you then. <laughs>